You're listening to the Gothamites Podcast with your hosts, Carla Hoffman and Kurt Onstad, who you're about to meet. Kurt, tell us about yourself, sir. <laughs> well, if you listen to my other podcast, <laughs> Welcome to Geek Town, you Which probably you know a lot about me already. But for those of you who haven't or haven't yet, my name's Kurt. I've been into comic books and superheroes, superheroes especially, since I was a little kid. Before um, it was cool. Way before it was cool. <laughs> and I didn't have much of, if at all, of an allowance. And I didn't have parents who bought me comics. So all of my early superhero interactions are with saturday morning cartoons or syndicated reruns of the batman 66 and adventures of superman with george reeves so i didn't get into comics until i was a teenager and had a job and could actually buy these things on my own but i have been obsessed with them ever since and popular favorites I am more of a Marvel guy than a DC guy. I got into comics through, uh, well, first the Fantastic Four, and then immediately jumped into Spider-Man. Because and look at him, he's Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. <laughs> and he's, he's fully masked, and I can always look at Spider-Man and imagine it's me. Yeah, that's the beauty of Spider-Man, uh, mentioned in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. Anyone this can costume, wear the mask. Anyone can wear it, the mask, and it always turns out to fit. Yeah. yeah um, but my personal favorite is Speedball, the masked Marvel, <laughs> who is a founding member of the New Warriors. But I also, like I said, I grew up with the Adventures of Superman, the Batman 66, the Super Friends. So I do love the DC Universe as well. And of course, uh -huh. we're all big fans of the DC animated universe, which oh, most was, definitely was on the scene when we both were kids. That was primo content. Uh, I would say teenagers, oh. not kids. At least for me. There you go. I'm 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 a wee uh, younger. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I remember actually I watching episodes of Batman the Animated Series at my job. Oh wow because it was at a woman's house and when my shift was over the show was on right then mm -hmm. and so i would sit and she wasn't home yet so i would sit and watch the show and then go home that was uh, the that's so. the good fox block yes end of the afternoon after school cartoons gets you batman the animated series and if you're watching on california fox channel number 11 you also got batman 66 right after it's a little double dose of batman oh yeah oh good stuff <laughs> because that's back when fox owned the rights to mm -hmm. the batman television series, yep. <laughs> original television series yeah yeah so i'm just a big all-around geek comic yeah. books role-playing games board games sci-fi fantasy you name it technically you are also the audience for this Gotham show. Yes. This should be right up your wheelhouse. And yet, and it yet, doesn't stick. 
It, yeah, I watched the first few episodes, but it just wasn't grabbing me in those first three. And then you came along and suggested this show and said, you know, just watch the first five or six episodes with me. And, and then, you know, I'll move on and get a different guest and we'll, you know, I'll have a rotating thing. And I was like, oh, okay, I can, I can commit for, for that amount of time. That's fine. <laughs> And then we got to issue, or we got to episode six, and I was hooked. And Yay. you, your evil plan came <laughs> to fruition. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, what else can I ask you? Any any particular good Batman stories? Any favorites? You know, I actually, uh, we were just talking about this before, uh, before we started our, mm -hmm. our little intro here, but I really like the Elseworld stuff. Again, Pirate Batman is etched in my brain. That cover with it, it's all like linograph style. Like One uh, of the very first DC books I ever bought off the shelf was uh, In Darkest Night. Ah. Where, Batman, where Bruce gets the green lantern ring mm -hmm. instead of hal jordan <laughs> somewhere guy gardner is still in a coma going threat <laughs> <laughs> i keep getting so close <laughs> now i have to be in a coma and have brain damage <laughs> now if this guy does a one punch with me i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> we love guy we do we do i do i love to hate him ah i love those jle jli issues as well, I just should. got to do that that interview with J.M. DeMatteis. DeMatteis. Uh, Good. I'm going to yes. say it like that from now on because I always say DeMatteis. Yep. DeMatteis. And he corrected me. <gasps> no, that's <laughs> so... great. Oh, my God. That's so important. It's like when you made G. Michael Straczynski, you're like, okay, you say it first. <laughs> <laughs> Bill I can say I can say Straczynski. I can say Sienkiewicz. It's... But he says it. First. He says yeah. it first, and then you're like, aha, I don't remember that. Yeah. So I, I love that era, but uh, Guy mm -hmm. is definitely not my favorite character in there. It's Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wally was in the JLI? He was in the JLE. Ah, yeah. He was in Europe with the Fox and Gypsy. And, I think. and Power Girl. Power Girl. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He was on back in his Back in his womanizing days. <laughs> Oh, Wally, we miss you. Remember when Barry used to be, remember when Wally used to be Barry? <laughs> All the traits they've given Barry Allen more recently since rebirths and everything. They, they're like, oh, no, he's like Wally. It's like, no, no, you're a scientist, sir. Be sciencey. You have one job. So let's let's talk about you. I mean, w one thing we both have in common Mm -hmm. is that we, at one point in our lives, you currently, me in the past, have been high mucky mucks at the comic book <laughs> store. Yes. You're not officially the manager. <laughs> I get real close, but then I, yeah, long story. Yeah, whereas <laughs> I, I was the manager at Metropolis <laughs> Comics in Bellflower for a few years before Bellflower, I moved California. up here. Yeah, before yep. I moved up here to Springfield, Oregon. Well, I'm Carla Hoffman. I've been working in the comic book industry, which is selling books, not really like too exciting. But I've been working in the comic books industry for over 22 years. I started uh, this career 
working at my local comic book store, Metro Entertainment, Santa Barbara's number one comics, games, toy store, uh, and in Santa Barbara, California, I. I, I love my job. I love to sell comics. I loved it so much that I started blogging children. There used to be this thing on the internet called blogging, where you hosted your own website and then wrote things. And maybe if you were lucky, somebody would read them. I was lucky enough that somebody did read them. So I've been able to work for, uh, I don't want to say former prominent news organizations, but news organizations such as Newsarama, Comic Book Resources, and even Marvel.com, which is my highlight a uh, as it should be yes i started really my comic book interest started in 1989 when for my birthday my dad um, took me and my grandmother to see a little movie we know as batman, batman. so that's when i became really fascinated by batman because that movie's awesome then Batman Returns is introduced as Catwoman, and it was all off. So I, too, watched a lot of Batman animated series, Batman 66. Strangely, like, Batman is what I thought comics were for the longest time. Until sixth grade, when my brother gave me his shoebox of comic books that he had when he was a teenager. And I opened it up. I found a really cool anniversary issue of Batman. I found X-Men titles. I found Spider-Man. Spider-Man in his white leisure suit, too. Primo issue. Ooh, yeah. But really, what caught my eye was they make comic books about Star Trek. Star Trek is a huge obsession of mine. So I went to the comic book store, bought my first Star Trek comic, and then they kept having other books. (laughs) I would go in for Star Trek, and then I'm like, well, what's this one about? This one looks cool. The covers, they did the job of enticing me to buy more and more. And then the 90s cartoon X-Men showed up. And that was a huge hit. And that got me to buy X-Men, at which point I was an X-Freak through the 90s. (laughs) And they took up a lot of my my hard-earned allowance money. It's funny because I watched the X-Men, the the 90s show, religiously. Mm -hmm. And I was familiar with a lot of the stories that they were adapting you know i mm-hmm. i had this like comic book osmosis yeah <laughs> where i had never actually read the stories myself at the time mm-hmm. but i was aware of them you know i knew about the dark phoenix mm-hmm. i knew about muir island but i never read the books until i think probably the same writer who you watched who you read on on star trek the ah, comic peter david peter david peter started david writing x factor mm-hmm. and that was my that was my real introduction into the x-men universe the world of merry mutants uh, <laughs> i was very lucky in that i went to a very small private school through seventh and eighth grades, through ninth. And there were other people who were into comics that saw a burgeoning comic fan, Carla Hoffman, and said, here, let us give you information. So I could go to them and say, what's up with the Phoenix? And because this, again, is a small private school, we would go on like nature hikes once every year to like Half Dome in Yosemite. I think so. Yes. Either way, we we go on these big hiking and camping adventures. And yeah. um, 
while we were hiking and camping, I was lucky enough to get a verbal class on who the X-Men are, what their connection <laughs> is, where they intersect, and a Summer's family tree. So I absorbed all that thoroughly into my brain, continued reading X-Men comics. I, As much as I love Batman, Batman is difficult to get into because when I was would have jumped into Batman was the infamous breaking of his back. The Nightfall story. Yeah. yeah. So I would be getting into Batman comics to read comic books, not about Bruce Wayne, but about Azrael. He did yeah. not interest me. I don't know how many knives he had. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I got issue 500. Because of course, because you got the issue. Yeah. Right. Um, and I got a, a few issues surrounding it mm -hmm. but yeah i i'm kind of the same way yeah. i didn't i didn't start reading batman regularly gosh when yeah, did right? i start reading batman regularly <laughs> yeah i think probably like post zero hour then that makes sense that makes sense uh, I've picked him up off and on normally for storylines, for writers. Oh, hey, Batman's yeah, going to do a thing yeah. in this one. I'm going to read those issues. Uh, I like to check in on him. I don't mm -hmm. like to religiously follow him. But I do have a brain that absorbs intense comic book knowledge and uh, yeah. miraculously. I mean, it's, yeah. it's I can't part do long... of the job. Exactly. I can't do long <laughs> division, but I can totally tell you where Arkham Asylum is and where it relates to the other islands that make up Gotham and that it's in New Jersey and all sorts of other fun details that, you know, could be used for me being a doctor. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> the comic book store I bought all my comics at. Uh, I've, oh, I've worked for two different comic stores, one in the city of industry called Slam Sight. And Metro, my current home at Metro Entertainment in Santa Barbara, California, MetroEntertainment.com. Uh, <laughs> I've officially worked for two, unofficially worked for a third. Yeah, we uh, have those customers too. <laughs> yeah, I. Really funny story, I think. I'll be I the judge got, of that. Okay. <laughs> so in college, I worked for a company called Fabulous Vacations, and it was. Hi, you've just won a trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> All you have to do is buy this other trip and you get this free trip that you won to Las <laughs> Vegas. Um, and so, you know, it was a horrible job, but I needed money and mm -hmm. there wasn't we do a we lot does. of options. And yeah. yeah, I worked for that company for a while until they went out of business. Mm -hmm. And looking for my next job, I was going through the mall, basically applying everywhere, and came across a store called Comic King. Put in my application there, and of course, on the resume, you put where you used to work. Well, it turns out the owner was a 15-year-old boy whose <laughs> family had gotten screwed by fabulous oh, vacations. I, <laughs> I knew that was coming up like 15 year old kid he must have avoided oh no <laughs> so his parents and a bunch like this big kind of russian jewish conglomeration of friends and family mm -hmm. had all gotten screwed over when they went when fabulous vacations went bankrupt and so he saw Fabulous Vacations on the resume and was like, 
oh, I want to ream this guy out. I want to tear him a new one. There's no effing way I'm hiring him, mm -hmm. but I, I want to bring him, him in and look. Yeah. And so he brings me in for an interview and I tell him exactly how bad Fabulous Vacations was and exactly how bad I got screwed over. Mm -hmm. I start talking comics with him and he hires me. God he had absolutely he you know he did the exact opposite of what he thought he was gonna do uh and i ended up working for that uh for that store for a couple of years and then later basically worked for store credit at <laughs> everybody uh, does that everybody <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what you sign up for when you start but when you start working at the comic book store, store oh yes. buddy those first few months you're paid in back issues so yeah good. <laughs> And so I worked for Continental Comics for a, a while, part-time, you know, like I would come in on Wednesday mornings when the new comic books were coming in and help them put everything away and, you know, just do yeah. a couple hours here, a couple hours there, yeah. work a signing when, mm -hmm. you know, they need extra people, that sort of thing. N wasn't on the books as one of their employees you know if if i answered the phone and somebody asked i didn't work there i'm just helping helping out uh while he's I'm helping. while he's <laughs> going to lunch he's on yeah at, at, in the bathroom you know Whatever. oh an official employee will be right back mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so i did that for a while and then i got the job at metropolis comics when uh one of their employees uh had to step away and i said hey i'm willing to help out part-time uh here's the schedule that i'm available mm -hmm. and then when the manager had to step down because she was a new mother mm -hmm. uh, and was not able to juggle both of those responsibilities at the same time i said hey i'm willing to quit my full-time job if you can pay me the same mm -hmm. hourly rate and gail the owner uh, who was also the best woman at my wedding, uh, said, absolutely. And so I worked there, like I said, for a couple of years until for various reasons, my wife at the time and I moved up here to Springfield, Oregon, <laughs> home of the Simpsons. One of. <laughs> the. This is the Springfield that. I thought it was Springfield, Illinois. Matt Greenig grew up in Portland and came down gotcha. to Eugene and Springfield. And this is, uh, there There are a lot of names that you will find. Skinner uh, is named after Skinner's Butte, uh, which is a, a mountain air, mountainous area around here. It, it's, we are, it, no matter what other Springfields claim to be the home of the Simpsons, we're the birthplace. I think you guys should fight <laughs> a big Springfield battle royale. Take them downtown. Yeah, those other places are just Shelbyville's, in my opinion. There you go. <laughs> Let's see other things. Oh, I did not watch this show when it came out in 2014. Right. Yeah. Did we actually discuss a little bit of that in the first episode? Mm -hmm. I did not watch it. I didn't even. I kind of knew it was coming out. 
it got yeah. mixed reviews on a comic book website I was following at the time whose name escapes me. They won more Eisners than my comic book blog did. So we were always like, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, I got mixed reviews and I thought, well, meh. And I didn't bother. Uh, thanks to the pandemic in 2020, I found myself with a lot of time on my hands. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? <laughs> and so I, somebody had mentioned it of all things on Tumblr. That was somebody's aesthetic post one day. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Oh, look, they got Penguin and Riddler and Mr. Freeze and all. Ooh, I want to find out what happens. I'm like, oh, I'll just start with uh, Harvey Dent. I like Harvey Dent. What's he going to do? And uh, then I fell into a vicious dark hole of five seasons. And then I got my <laughs> husband to watch it with me for the whole season, all five seasons, uh, starting at the pilot. And then I watched it again. It was all-consuming. The show totally enamored me, brought me back to my childhood, uh, watching Batman 66 and Tim Burton Batman and animated series. It just, it hit all the buttons in me. And I thought, wow, why is nobody talking about this? Why isn't there a Gotham comic book? There's Smallville comics. There's Arrowverse yeah. comics. They are all known except for Gotham. That's really interesting. So, of course, in the true I must absorb all knowledge like a sponge, I uh, i won't say stalked, but I hunted down the <laughs> creative team behind Gotham, uh, found the actors, found them charming, and fell in love with this little series. At which point I had to go out and proselytize and bring people uh, to the Church of Gotham. You were my first victim. <laughs> <laughs> Other people that were supposed to be on this show was Tom Bondurant, the DC expert at my current blog homepage of smashpages.com. Yeah. Uh, Tom is the DC knowledgeable guy there. Also, uh, also very knowledgeable on Star Trek. Yes. Uh, he and I, he and I both are patrons of another podcast called star trek the next conversation ah. and he will yeah he will add to the conversation there with posts on yes. the yeah. on the facebook facebook group and on the patreon uh page he'll he'll add his own thoughts and and very often be read by the hosts yes because uh, someone he's who got knows a, their stuff he is I always used to laugh because back at like blog at Newsarama and Robot 6 at CBR, uh, we often get into that like DC versus Marvel head to head stuff every at the end of every year. Yeah. And Tom is a lawyer and is very well learned and very well spoken, can cite you chapter and verse on anything you need to know regarding, you know, old school Legion information or whatever you need. And I was more the hanging out the car window with my hands in the air going, what? Uh, <laughs> less uh, well-educated, I guess. But I always had a fun time, and I still always have a fun time talking to him. He's a cool guy. Shout out to Tom Bondur. But yeah, then I realized I already know somebody who has a podcast and knows how to podcast. Why not ask Kurt? Kurt, who I've <laughs> known since 1998? Yep. 97? Yes. 98. In my in my college years and in his like wise learned older man years, <laughs> we are part of a, just out of college years. Just out of college years, <laughs> not that far away. But uh, yeah, uh, we met at a local college meetup thing 
found out we had a ton of stuff in common because children there was a time back in the day where you couldn't just talk to people about comics it was a it was a rarity and that when you, you had to somebody, find your click exactly find your clan find your people and that was either done through third spaces like conventions or comic book shops or buzzwords so if somebody says comic book thing in front of you if you would latch says, on to them <laughs> if someone says well this is very post-crisis you go oh oh, oh, you, oh uh, you, ah, you, I, yeah. I hear my shibboleth <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so kurt and i have been friends for a long time he's a wonderful human being and i'm glad to do this podcast with him well thank you uh very much the same to you Oh, um, <laughs> dittos. <laughs> hey, dittos. You are one of my favorite people to hang out and talk with. I, Yay. Moving out of Southern California, you're one of the people I miss the oh, most. So I'm glad we have this opportunity to hang out and talk. About this amazing about show. This, about this show <laughs> that you find amazing and I'm slowly getting into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. By season four, you'll be like, I need to know what happens. <laughs> what do you mean, Rachel Cool isn't this? There's two Jokers? What? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, crazy. there's three Jokers. I read this miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm sorry you read that miniseries. <laughs> I apologize. Um, on behalf of hey, It has beautiful art. <laughs> sure you, you can't say anything bad about the art in that book the art is fine <laughs> that was certainly one of the most comic books made that year uh, uh yeah anything else you wanted to add to add to zero hour we've talked about ourselves i, about I think we're from. i think that's pretty good cool all right so yeah uh if you're listening to this please continue and listen to gothmite's podcast on the GCPD Podcast Network. This has been the Gothamites Podcast. For more information, please visit GothamitesPod.com.